Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, we lift you high. We lift you high. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. My God, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We lift my God, you are such a good, good Father. My God, we bless you, we praise you. We lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. My God, my God, my God, my God. Lord, we love you so much. Thank you, Father. We honor you. 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 We love you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. We worship you, Lord God. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. My God, we bless your name. My God, we lift your name on high. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The other names fade away. Let all the other names fade away. Thank you, thank you. Till there's only you. The other names fade away. Jesus, take your place. Jesus, take your place. My God, Jesus, take your place. Jesus, take your place. Let all the other names fade away. Let every other name fade away. There is no other God but you. You are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lords. You are the great I am. You are the Prince of Peace. My God, Lord God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We glorify you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord God. You are such a good, good God. You are such a good, good father. My God, trouble does not last always. Trouble does not last always. We thank you, Father. We honor you. We magnify you, Father God. We thank you, King of Kings. We thank you, Lord of Lords. We thank you, Great I Am. My God, we just open our hearts to you this morning, Father God. And first of all, we come to you with a repentant heart, Lord God, with a broken and contrite spirit, Father, asking you first, Lord God, please forgive us. If you'll just like, just give God a second to search, just let God search your heart for just a second. Father God, we just repent before you, Lord God. We just, Lord God, search our hearts. If there is anything in our heart that does not line up with you, if there is anything that's in us that is not of you, Father God, reveal it to us right now. Mm. Reveal it to us, Holy Spirit. Show us where we've been jealous. Show us where we've been in unforgiveness. Show us if we've been haughty. Show us where we've been prideful. Show us where we've been cancerous ourselves, my God. Show us if we've been gossiping, Lord God. Anything that has not lined, lustful, my God. Anything that has not lined up with you. Anything that does not look up, reveal it to us, Holy Spirit. Anything, Lord God, that is not in the nature of you. In this moment. Reveal it to us, Lord God. Reveal it to us, Lord God. We desire nothing but to look like you. Show us, Father God. Show us, Father God. For the weapons of our warfare have been carnal, Lord God. We've been warring in the wrong way, my God. So show us where we've been resistant and resisting you, Lord God, my God. And let us be anchored in your truth, Father. Forgive us for any sin that we've had against you. Forgive us for any sin that we've sinned against anyone else. There are things that have been deeply rooted in our heart for way too long. We give you permission this morning. 
pull, pull them out, pull them out, reveal them, pull them out. Stretch us, Lord God, stretch us, Lord God, stretch us, pull them out, pull those things out that do not line up with you. Pluck them out, destroy them, Lord God. Burn up the chaff, Holy Spirit. Burn up the chaff. Burn it up, burn it up, burn it up, burn it up right now. My God, burn up anything in us that does not line up with you. Reveal it to us, Lord God. And then Holy Spirit, give us the strength. Father God, um, we forgive those that have sinned against us. If there, we've been holding aught in our heart, just a little bit. My God, if we've been holding in just a little bit of unforgiveness in our heart, Lord God, please forgive us for, for not being forgiving, Lord God, for not releasing, Lord God, for not forgiving, remembering how much you forgive us. My God. And Father God, forgive us for any unexpected departures, Lord God, when we've abruptly left situations or relationships without seeking your wisdom, or we've walked away from you, or we've walked away from things that have been from you, but because it was painful or stretching us, we detached from it instead of connecting to it. Forgive us for being outside of divine timing and divine alignment and your divine will for our life. superimpose our own ideas of for purpose whatever we whatever we've been thinking we're supposed to be connected to lord god superimpose our your ideas over ours lord god press it into our heart the desires you have for us press it into our heart the dreams you have for us my god Lord God, we only want to manifest your glory. My God, we only want to carry your glory. We don't want to be tied into anything that is from this world. We are not of this world. Let us find our peace in you. Let us share. Let us find our comfort in you. Let us find our strength in you. Let us find your grace. My God. Let us find the grace, Lord God. Let us not turn away from your grace. Quicken us, strengthen us, Holy Spirit. Lord God, let us walk in divine timing. Some of us that we've been just so haughty because we thought you had a better, we had a better plan. We didn't understand your plan. We didn't understand your course. We didn't want to wait on you. My God. So we were prideful and we became haughty and we set ourselves above your perfect plan. Father, forgive us for being out of divine timing. Forgive us for not being surrendered. Forgive us for being distracted. My God, forgive us, Lord God, for finding other things to attach ourselves to other than what you said for us in this season. Forgive us for not pulling away into our wilderness space. Because it's in the wilderness that you groom us. It's in the wilderness that you grow us. It's in the wilderness that you strengthen us. My God. Forgive us for... Forgive us. My God, open our eyes to see that the wilderness, the wilderness was not a bad experience. It was not, it was not, it was not, it's not. Those 40 days are not bad. Those 40 days of isolation, those 40 days of being close to you, the 40 days you're drawing something out, Lord God. My God, you're drawing something out and you're posting and depositing something in, Lord God. So we thank you, Father God, that we walk according to divine will and alignment. Give us our daily bread. Give us our daily portion. Reveal to us our kingdom assignments on earth. I, I can speak personally for myself. I don't want anything that does not align up with you. If it's not advancing the kingdom, if it's not about purpose, if it's not what you want me to be attached to, I need revelation and I need the strength to overcome it, Holy Spirit, because I'm not going to be able to do it in my own strength. My God, I don't want to waste any more time. I don't want to be idle. I don't want to be given over to idols because I know when I'm idle, I'm giving over to idols. My God, let me be girded with your truth, which is found in the word of God. Let me... My God, the helmet of salvation. My God, I thank you. I thank you for the breastplate of righteousness. My God, I thank you, Father God, that my feet are shod with the gospel of peace, for the gospel is peaceful. 
Let me lean not into my own understanding. In all my ways, I'm acknowledging you this morning, Lord God. I'm acknowledging you to be king. I'm acknowledging you to be Lord. I'm acknowledging you to be the great I am. I'm acknowledging you to be healer. I'm acknowledging you to be provider. I'm acknowledging you for to be my strength. I'm acknowledging you to be my peace. I'm acknowledging you to be my joy. I'm acknowledging you for grace. I'm acknowledging you for mercy. <laughs> my God, I'm acknowledging you, Lord God. My God, you, you said you'd even deal with my broken heart. So I'm handing over anything that's still broken, anything that still needs to be repaired. My God, fertilize my heart with your word this morning, Lord God. Open the eyes of my understanding to the hope and call of who you call me to be in Christ Jesus. And let me not spend another second living in another version of myself. And let me not justify it. Let me not make another excuse. Let me not tell another lie on you. Let me not lay in wait, waiting on some miracle, some sign and wonder when you've already given me the word and told me to advance, to walk in the way of purpose. Now let my life glorify you. Let it divinely align with your will. My God, I thank you. 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 And Holy Spirit, help me any place in which I have been operating in unbelief. Strengthen me, O oh Lord. Strengthen me, O oh Lord. Any place that I've been walking in unbelief, your will be done. Not my will, not my will, not according to my will, not according to my assignment, not according to my, grave me. I need your truth today, O oh Lord. Give me ears to hear. Give me eyes to see. Give me spiritual boldness to walk away, detach from anything that does not align with your word. Let me be anxious for absolutely nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, making my requests known before you. Father God, we lift up the nation of Israel. We thank you for the peace of Israel. We thank you for the provision of Israel. We thank you, Father God, that your glory shines and reigns in our life and reigns on this nation, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that we are bold and courageous. And that we will preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to the end of the earth. My God, to the end of the earth, to the end of the earth, to the end of the earth. We were going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to the end of the earth, Lord, to the end. I'm going to preach to the end, to the end of the earth, to, to the gospel. I'm not leaving here. I'm not moving. I'm not doing till the end of the earth. I'm going to become bold and courageous and strong. My God, because you sent me. You sent them, you sent us on assignment to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the earth. That means not one house, not, not one home, not one country, not one city. My God, you cannot return to the gospel is absolutely everywhere, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, that we are on kingdom assignment to get the gospel of Jesus Christ, however way to influence the kingdom, however way. My God, in medicine, wherever you're assigning us, Lord God, that the gospel is being lived out. My God. In Jesus name. Amen. That the gospel is being lived out. That the gospel is being lived out. That the gospel is being my, through make, through makeup, through whatever it is, wherever he's called you, wherever he's called you, that the gospel is being lived out throughout the earth, whatever. That's a, that's a different, that's a different mission that looks different. When I think that he's using me as kingdom assignment, that doesn't mean I'm preaching that means my life becomes an example that he's using me as kingdom assignment throughout the earth that the gospel is throughout the earth that i'm being transformed that i'm operating in his light that i'm being a glory care wherever i go that the gospel my god is reaching throughout all the earth father god we thank you 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 thank you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart and for those of you that are called to preach the gospel, that you'll get in position. And those of you that are called to pray, be prayer warriors, that you'll get in a position. And those of you that are called to be entrepreneurs, that you'll 
get in position wherever God is sending you, wherever God is assigning you, that the gospel that you will get on your mountain, that you will get on your mountain, that you will get on your post, that you will walk boldly in your call, that you will walk boldly in your purpose, that you will be clear in what God says about you. Because the only time we receive an alternative and do absolutely anything else is because we are not clear what God, I pray and declare and decree today that today is the day of your surety and your surety is in Christ Jesus. And Father God, we thank you. You're opening up the heavens, redeeming the time, my God. And that the glory of the Lord rest upon this devotional today, my God. Let your name become famous, Jesus, because of your glory cares. Let your name become famous, my God. That's the assignment. That's my, that's my only assignment, that Jesus' name becomes famous. Like he's throughout the earth. That he's throughout the earth, that he's throughout the earth, that he's throughout the earth. My God, Jesus, that we make you famous, that we are famous. You're famous in law and you're, you're famous. You're famous in the court system and you're famous in the medical system, that you are famous on every area, every mountain of influence, that you are famous, that when someone encounters us daily, they encounter you. That's it. That's the assignment. That's the, that's the assignment. That's the call. That's the, that's the, that's the assignment. That's the call that I walk in the fullness of what you're saying, that I walk fully into my purpose, that I walk full, that I just won't keep skating by my God, that I live out your desires, that that's it. That's it. That's the assignment. Well, I don't know my, that's the assignment <laughs> that you carry the glory wherever you go, football, sports, wherever. That's the assignment. If you're a kid, cause kids watch us in the morning. That's the assignment. That's the assignment that you carry the glory throughout the earth. That's the assignment that I become, that I, that's why we're spending time in the word so that we don't leak out the so that we don't leak out the glory. That's why we need to be built up. That's why we're renewing our mind. That's why we're believing God for the mind of Christ so that we won't leak out the glory. We don't need to be leaking out the glory. We don't, don't want to leak out. We're not leaking out the glory. So when I'm nursing and I'm, or even when I'm wifing, I'm carrying the glory inside of me so that then my wifedom or as a wife, I'm not a burden because the glory is inside of me. And I'm a blessing and my husband finds his strength and his rest in me. When as a mom, as a mom that I'm carrying the glory and, and that my children find their rest in me, they, they find their rest in me, their children, my children find my rest. They, they find their rest in me. They find their peace in me. They find their strength as the same as my friends, right? That I'm carrying the glory. That because some of my friends find they rest in me. Can I tell you something as an entrepreneur that your clients find their rest in you, that they know that you're a Gloria carrier, that when they connect with you, my God, that there's a rest in you. There's a spirit about you. If you're a teacher, my God, come on. Do you see how significant this is that your students find their rest in you? that you're carrying the glory that they find their rest in you. They, when they counter you, you're a different kind of teacher, right? If you're a nurse, you're a different kind of nurse. Cause I find the rest. I'm finding my rest in you. I'm finding my strength. I'm finding my peace in you. Sometimes my, my makeup artist, um, sometimes I would just go let her do my makeup. I wouldn't have anywhere to go, right? Because there was a peace about her and she knew me and she understood the assignment on my life. Right. And so sometimes I would just go let her do my makeup because I could find my rest in her. Like I could find my rest, like I could find my rest in her, right? When, when Deshauna does my hair, I can, because there's a piece to Deshauna when she's on my head. That's why I don't like being in shops where it's all over the place. I could find my rest in Deshauna. When Deshauna's doing my hair, my rest, my trust, my confidence is in Deshauna because she's carrying the glory when she's doing my hair. She's focused on my hair. She's focused on the health of my hair. She ain't focused on her issues and her problems. She's carrying the glory. So when she's doing my hair, my, I find my rest in Deshauna doing my hair. I don't have to go and get all of them, but mm -mm, she taking care of my hair. She got my hair. She got this. My makeup artist. I ain't got, I'm resting when I enter because she takes up. She takes, right? So when I connect to people, it's because the glory connects us. 
and I find my rest in that, right? Same thing. If you're going to do taxes, when I come to you to do my taxes, I find my rest. I don't know. My God, I find my rest in you, right? If you're going to, if you're going to preach, if you're going to preach the gospel, right? Then I should be able to come and take and find my rest in you. I didn't understand that. I just thought I was here to Teach the gospel. No, you ought to be able to take your rest in Lakeisha. As an entrepreneur, if you connect to my, my business, LMJ Inc., if I do services for you, you ought to be able to trust me with you. That You ought to be able to trust me with you. You ought to be able to know I'm sensitive to you. You ought to be able to know I hear you. You got to be able to know I love you. I got to be able to take, you got to be able to take your rest. That's part. He said, come unto me all you. You are heavy laden and worried and weary. So if I'm carrying his glory, you ought to be able to take your rest. As a friend, you ought to be able to take your rest in me. You ought to be able to take, if I'm your friend, I'm, you ought to be able to come over to my house and lay on my carpet. And not say another, not, not, another mumbling word, like not have to say another, every conversation. And we ain't always got to conversate. You ought to be able to just come lay on my floor. You ought to be able to just come sit in my presence. You ought to be able to experience the glory. You ought to be able to run here. This ought to be the safest place on earth. This ought to be the safest, most non-judgmental place on earth. And so when we understand and define and we operate in the mind of Christ, we, we begin to understand that we're to carry his glory through all out the earth. Right. And so if we cantankerous and we always nagging and we always complaining and we always got something to say and we always got something to do, you cannot take your rest in me. Right. If I got a negative um, personality, if I, the glory doesn't and, and not a force glory. Right. <laughs> not a force. No, not a force glory. But I'm carrying the glory in me. Then you can take your rest. You can take your rest. You shouldn't come to me and be more heavy. Right. That's what it means to cut, cut, cut the glory. That's what it means to carry glory. And the only way we get here is that we operate in the mind of Christ. Let me just remind you of a few things of what it looks like to be operating in the mind of Christ. Right. When we are operating into the mind of Christ, this first Corinthians two and 16 for who has understood the mind of the Lord as to instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. So when we operate in the mind of Christ, we operate in the instructions of the Lord. Come on, Holy Spirit. And when we operate in the instructions of the Lord, then God is going to give us what we need for every circumstance and situation. So the mind of Christ is sharp. If my mind is not sharp, I'm not operating in the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is sharp. Like it's sharp. It's very sharp. It doesn't look like the wisdom of man. It looks like the wisdom of God. So the mind of Christ has the wisdom of God within it, right? That's what it has. It has the wit. It's like when I have Philippians two, five and eight, have this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus, right? Have this same mind that is in Christ Jesus. It's sharp. It's, it has wisdom in it. Um, the mind of Christ is given to you through the spirit of God. That's why you need the Holy Spirit. Um, the mind of Christ cannot be understood um, without the spirit, right? Without the spirit. And the mind of Christ is going to give you discernment on spiritual matters. Come on, Holy Spirit. So when I have the mind of Christ, I'm going to be sensitive to everyone I'm connected to. I'm going to be sen- I had to build up spiritual sensitivity. Because this was a bad, a bad area that I'm lacking. And I still fight a little bit in this area, right? Because I am a, like, I'm like, let's solve this problem. Let's not linger in this problem too long. That's, that's my personality. We're not going to linger in this problem too long. Come on, girl. You cried long enough. Let's go. But as I've learned to cover people and to lead and to minister and to love and to find grace and love, that does not work for people. That doesn't work for people. That doesn't work for people. So God had to give me a spiritual discernment on how to handle his people, which meant I say a whole lot less. I do. I, and I, I, I used to write. I, I, you have to say a whole lot less because when we say a whole lot more, we're probably missing the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to speak. And for those of us that are nurturers and caretakers and all those other things, we tend to learn to love to take over a situation. Well, when we take over a situation, the Holy Spirit gets less involved. So if we're going to operate in the mind of Christ in relationship to everybody we're connected to, right? Then I have to lean not into my own understanding and all my ways acknowledge him and let him direct my path and let me give him the wisdom he need. I need, right? 
Let me give me, um, let me give, let me, let him give me, let him reveal the word of God to me. Let him reveal the situation. You don't have to have the gift of prophecy for God to reveal a situation to you. John 14, 26 tells us all the time. I'm sending the Holy Spirit to you. Who's going to be comforter, advocator, teacher, and all this other stuff. The reason that we don't receive the Holy Spirit and the knowledge and the wisdom we need for all things is because we don't ask. We don't wait. We're not willing to pause. And we, this is all we, we just spew our mouth off. Right. And God is like, absolutely not. So I need the mind of Christ if I'm going to carry the glory in every situation. Lord, I thank you for that this morning. I thank you. I thank you that I'm looking up something. (laughs) It's something in my spirit. Um, I I thank you for that. It's Proverbs 11 and 7. Um, We got this scripture the other night. It says hopes placed in mortals die with them. All the promises of their power comes to nothing. And so my hope in myself dies with me. I don't need to give you hope in myself. I need to give you hope in Jesus Christ. Right. And a lot of times we want people to find hope and take comfort. But the comfort that you experience, come on now. And that's same for me. I don't find my hope in you. I find my hope in the Jesus in you. Right. And so when I place my hope in God and my trust in God and my affection in God and and I let Jesus mm -mm, not today and I in the name of Jesus and I let Jesus live in me and I live. I let Jesus live in me then his countenance is what governs and rules every relationship in every situation. And then I'm carrying the glory in those relationships and I'm not carrying myself and I'm not carrying. I'm, and I am not carrying myself. Yes. DeShannon, you're going to need, you're going to need the mind of Christ. If you're going to carry the glory everywhere. Whoa. You're going to need the mind of Christ. If you're going to carry the glory everywhere, you're going to have to have the mind of Christ. If you're going to carry the glory, you're going to have to know the wisdom of the Lord. If you're going to carry the glory, can you think on that? My God, I would have been a better wife and I'm going to be a better wife, right? I would have been a better wife if I understood that. Like if I really understood how I carried the glory in my marriage, right? I would have been a better wife. If I understood that I needed the wisdom, the discernment and of God, not my emotions, not my feelings. If I knew that that's how I carried the glory. Now, now in my second half of my life, when God opens the opportunity again, because I have the revelation that it's important for me to carry the glory in my marriage, that's going to switch the game up. And it's going to be less fights and it's going to be less arguments. Doesn't mean that there's not going to be things that happened, but there's going to be less because the word of God takes precedent because I understand that in my marriage, my marriage has purpose and I carry the glory and I'm not carrying the glory. If I'm can't. same with my children, I did not understand at first. I'm supposed to carry the glory into my children. Right. They, they are supposed to experience the glory of God through me. And so culturally, if I've been taught parenting, If I've been taught parenting, if I've been taught all of these things wrongly, right? Realistically, if I've been taught these things in a place and a space that's been wrong, then perhaps I'm not carrying the glory in that situation, right? Um, A perfect example, if I'm a teacher and I have love for kids, I say, I have love for kids. I love kids. Oh, I love kids with every, I love, I love kids with everything in me. Like if I love kids with everything in me, realistically, if I love kids with everything in me, everything in me, then when I encounter little kids, I got to look like I love little kids. Well, if I don't love little kids at that capacity, then something's off in my glory. Something's off in my wisdom because kids have to have freely and all of these other things. Right. So that's mine. So let's talk about um, let's I'm swiping off my let's talk about carrying the glory. I want to talk to you a little bit about resistance today and I need you to focus. God gave me this this morning. We're going to get into the word this morning. We're going to chew on this this morning. Um, a lot of times when we are experiencing resistance, um, we um we, um, 
we resist resistance, right? We resist resistance. And when I'm talking about resistance, I'm talking about the refusal to accept or comply with something that attempts to prevent something by action or argument, right? So anytime, anytime we experience we experience resistance, right? We usually resist with resistance, right? And so if, if I put up resistance, I'm in opposition to what's happening to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, right? Um, I, or I might lack sensitivity to what's going on around me. And so often when we experience resistance, we resist resistance, right? And, um, when the enemy comes in like a flood, like often when we experience anything coming against us, right? And I know some of you are like, man, we got to fight it. Like we got to fight it. Like we got to fight it, right? We do have to fight it. But often when we experience resistance, right? We have to make sure we're not resisting resistance. Now stay with me because I'm getting ready to show you why. We have to make sure we're not resisting resistance. And here's why. Um, this morning I was meditating on Psalms 46 and 1. That's what God gave me. And Psalms 46 1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. So this means when trouble comes, this is an indicator that God is about to be on the scenes. Did you hear me? <laughs> when can I tell you when trouble comes, right? You when trouble pr trouble comes, when trouble comes. Th that's why I, that's why I understand more now when the scriptures say it was good that I was afflicted. Right. When I, when trouble comes, when it looks like something is resisting me, when some, when it looks like something is getting at me, when it, when it looks, when it looks like something is overwhelming me, when it looks like there's getting ready to be a problem, when there looks like there's going to be an issue, right? Can, can I tell you, can I be just real with you? When it looks like there's something pressing in, when it looks like there's something overwhelming, when there looks like there's something trying, when there looks, when there looks like it's not going to work, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. That means when God, when there is trouble on the scene, there is an indicator that God is going to come. But the, pro can I tell you something? But the problem with most of us is we resist his help. We deny that the, the, that, that when there is trouble, when there is a problem, this is when I need more of God. God didn't expect you to be no force field. God didn't expect you to handle your situations on its own. My God. So when resistance comes, when it looks like opposition is forming, this is the perfect time for God to be on the scene. And mentally, we have been trapped into thinking that in our strength, we are made strong, but it is in our weakness that we are made strong. It is in my weakness that I am made strong. It is in my weakness that I give my strength. And so when I say that I'm strong or when it looks like I'm practicing strength, it really means that I'm relying on the word. You, Victoria, what? Say it again. Say it again. It means I'm relying on the word of God. I'm trusting in the word of God. So it was good that I was afflicted. It was good that I was afflicted because when I was afflicted, here comes God, here comes the word, then the word can be active. And so it is not in your worst situation that you appear to be strong, baby. It is not, that's not where you're getting, you're strong in the word. You're not strong in yourself and you got to be strong. This is why we won't, can I tell you something? This is why we won't cry like we need to cry because somebody told us that was weak. My God. And it may be that you are holding on to the glory my God, while you're being punched in the gut at the same time, because God is saying, I am your refuge. I am your strength. I am your very present help in your time of trouble. So it doesn't mean you call and ask for trouble, but baby, it means when you see trouble that, you know, God is on the way. 
When you see trouble, you know God is on the way. When you stressed out, you know God is God is on the way. Remember, we've been we've been talking about the the principles. We've been talking about renewing our mind. Remember, I gave you some steps to renew our mind. I'm not going to go through all of one. Stop waiting for an outside miracle to change your mind. Two, stop believing that you can't control your thoughts. Three, what you feed your mind becomes your mindset. Four, confess what you believe, not what you feel. Five, resist negative thoughts, assist positive thoughts, right? We walked on that yesterday. Six, you're going to have to celebrate the process. You're going to have to celebrate the process. You're going to have to make a decision, right? That no matter what's coming in like a flood help. So resistance is good. Resistance is good. When the enemy is pressing in, it's good. It's good that I was afflicted. It's good that I was overwhelmed. It's good because I was consumed because God says to me in my word, he is my refuge and my strength and a very present help in a time of trouble. You do not have to pretend like you're okay. You don't have to pretend like you got it all. At the moment that you don't put yourself in the position and begin to pray, you're saying you don't need God. You're saying I got this all figured out, right? So here's where I, here's where I'm going to help you or the Holy Spirit is going to help us this morning. This means if I get sick, I need to get excited. This means I need, if I get sick, I need to get excited. And you're like, Lakeisha, what do you mean? If, if I get sick, I need to get excited. If I get sick, if I get sick, I need to get excited. James 5, 14 and 15 says, is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sixth person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. So even in my affliction, even in my fl affliction, God is with me. So what do I get to do when I'm in my affliction? When affliction comes, yeah, you, you feeling good? No, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you not know that they just told you had cancer? Mm-hmm. Thank you, 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 thank you. Do you not know they just told you you gonna have to they gonna have to remove one breast? Yeah, but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Why are you praising and blessing God like that? You just got a diagnosis of COVID-19, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm praising God because 46 Psalms 46 and one told me God is my refuge and my strength and my very present help in my very present help in my very present help in my very present help. So if there is trouble on the scene, I know that God is on the way. If my, if there is trouble on the scene, I know that God is on the way. If my finances don't look like I know Psalms 146 and eight says the Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. He will never leave his righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. That means there's a miracle coming. That means there's a miracle manifesting. That means that God is doing something for me behind the scene. That means God is working it out in my favor. It was good that I was afflicted. It was good that they talked about me. That means that I ain't got to avenge myself. God said vengeance is mine, said the Lord. It was good that they came Give. It means help is on the way. It means help is on the way. It's good. It's good. It's good. You was talking about me because it means help is on the way. Exodus 23 and 25 says, worship the Lord, your God, and his blessing will be on your food and your water. My God, I worship you. It don't matter if they say we, oh, you look like you, you just, you ain't got enough meat. We ain't got enough resources. No, I'm going to worship the Lord and God because his blessing is going to be on my food and water. And when Jesus blessed it, he broke it and then it multiplied. That's why you got to have a word in you. He blessed it, broke it and it multiplied. So I'm not worried about if it looked like I got lack in my cabinet because he blessed it. He broke it and it multiplied. My God, worship the Mark six and 56 says, and wherever he went, this is why, you know, can I tell you, this is why, you know, if there's trouble, if there's issues, if there's problems in your life, it is, you need to, you got to invite Jesus in. He says, and wherever he went into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak and all who were touched were on the scene. This means I don't need more of Lakeisha. I need more than Jesus. I don't need more of Lakeisha. I need more of Jesus. I don't need more of Lakeisha. I need more of Jesus. I need more of Jesus. So if I need strength, 
if I need strength, if I'm not strong enough, right? Then I, so do not fear Isaiah 41 and 10 for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hands. This means I do not have to be strong, strong on my own. I don't have to be, I don't have to be strong on my own. I ain't got enough strength for this. I didn't have enough strength for ministry. I ain't got enough wisdom for ministry. I don't have enough. I ain't got enough strength to raise kids. I, ain't got, I don't have, I don't have enough. I don't have enough strength for this. And I don't have to be strong in my own strength. Isaiah 41 and 10 tells me, do not fear for I am with you. So even if it, look, if it looks like the enemy is advancing, Psalms 46 and one says, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in our time of trouble. God is, God is our refuge. God is my refuge and my strength, a very present help in a time of trouble. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to figure it out. If I'm lacking, that's an opportunity for God to show himself strong, right? If I need wisdom, this is where we make this mistake all the time because our, our little outside external things have affirmed to us how intelligent we are. If I need wisdom, if I can't figure something out, the enemy always tries to make me feel dumb. So then instead of me acting like I need wisdom, I'm going to pretend I know it all. I'm going to pretend I know it all. And God never told me I had to know absolutely everything. That's why there's all of us. That's why we all work together. I do not have to figure it out. I need to sit and rest that that's what the Holy Spirit is for. John 14 and 26 says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, the father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. I don't have to have a memory that's clear, crystal clear because the Holy Spirit is going to remind me of everything I need to know. He's going to tell me everything I need to know. So probably the less I know, the better. When people, when we say, I ain't experiencing the Holy Spirit, I ain't hearing the Holy Spirit. Perhaps you're not relying on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Perhaps you're not asking for the Holy Spirit. Perhaps you're not leaning on the Holy Spirit. Perhaps you're still leaning on your own understanding. When God said, I never asked you to lean into your own understanding. As a matter of fact, I said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him. But if I always assert myself to know that I know everything, then I'm not presenting an opportunity for God to be on the scene. He come on now. He knows the plan. He has the blueprint. So if I lost someone I love, right? I lost someone I love. Revelations 21 and four says he'll wipe every tear from my eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain or for the old order of things have passed away. The good news struggles are essential to the soul, but the Lord will always watch over you like a shepherd over his sheep. He will support you in trying times. The Lord always watches over me. That's why I got to learn how to celebrate the process. That's why I got to learn how to praise when it don't make sense. They tell, they come up, they coming to get your home. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Woman of God, did you hear what they say? They're coming to get your home. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. How could you be praising God when they're telling you they're coming to get your home? Because I know Psalms 46 and one, God is my refuge and my strength, a very present help in trouble. My very present to help in trouble. So if they come in to get this house, guess what? He's about to provide me a place to stay. He's about to provide me a place to stay. Can I tell you something? That's why I tell people all the time, don't fight and struggle in your marriage. Don't be overwhelmed and consumed by somebody else. If somebody wants to make an exit out the door and you know your conscience is clear, go on and let them make that exit right out the door because your God is with you and your present help in trouble. Your God is with you in your present help and trouble. If somebody unfriends you, your God is with you in your present help and trouble. If your mama don't want to talk to you, your God is with you in your present help and trouble. And if I, if you move out the way, Lord will swoop in. If you move out the way, you ain't got to fight nobody. You ain't got to fight nobody. If I'm heavy and overwhelmed, right? Matthew 11, 28 and 30. Come to me all who are heavy, weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light.
My, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So if I'm overwhelmed, then I need to take this to you. It is not for me to carry this. It is not for me to carry this. It is not for me to keep trying to make this happen in my own strength. Why? Go back to Psalms 46 and one. God is my refuge and my strength and my very present help in trouble. God is my refuge and my strength and my very present help in time and trouble. Why are you not sad? Cause God is my refuge and my strength and my very present, my present help present now in the now in this moment God is my God is my help and my strength my my right mm -mm, my right now God is my help and my strength my God God is my help and my strength my I ain't got to be strong I ain't got to pretend like I got it all together girl you good nope I'm not good I'm not good today why am I not good because God is my help and my strength God can't be your help and your strength and your present trouble if you're your own help and strength or if you always trying to find your help and strength in someone else, does he send help and strength through other people? Absolutely. But God does this. God desires for you to discern, know and become familiar with him. Right. If I'm struggling with sin, James five and six, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And the reason that the prayer of a righteous person is power and effective, because if I'm righteous, I'm praying the word of God. If I'm righteous, I'm praying the word of God. I'm not praying some, some mamsy prayer. I'm not just praying some, I'm praying the word of God. And the reason that I'm praying the word of God is because I lean not into my own understanding. I'm not going to lean into my own understanding. I'm not going to try to do this on my own. I'm praying the word of God. My God, if I'm struggling with peace, I'm going to pray. Father God, John 14 and 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid because my peace I leave you and my peace I left with you. If, it's, if I'm in Jesus Christ, I have his peace. If I'm hep so I ain't got to, I'm not going to struggle with peace. Why? Because God is my refuge and my strength and my very present help in time of trouble. And when I lean not into my own understanding, I'm leading into the word. I'm leaning into the word. You do not have to spend time pretending like you all got it all together. When I'm in my greatest need, Psalm six and two, oh Lord, heal me for my bones are shaking with terror. Oh Lord, heal me for my bones. It is nothing wrong with leaning on the word of God. It is nothing wrong with being afraid. It is nothing wrong with being overwhelmed. It is nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong. It's wrong if you don't lean into God to relieve it, to redeem it, to trust him, to give it to him. When it comes up, Right. When it comes up, when the enemy comes in like a flood, I don't have to pretend I'm OK. That was can I tell you something? That was my biggest mistake, because I assumed when you were a Christian, you had to have it all together. You do not have to have it all together, because if you got it all together, then God can't move. Then God can't move if you're fixing it and you're working it and you're dealing with it and you're trying to prevent it. Then God cannot be God in your life. He cannot be God in your life. If you're facing a situation and you're still trying to resolve the situation. My God, if you're still trying to resolve the situation, if you're trying to do it, God cannot be God in your life. He cannot heal you. He cannot do what he needs to do. If you're always trying to do it for yourself. Matthew 8 and 18. I need God's grace. He said, and there was a leper who came to him and knelt before him saying, Lord, if you choose, you can make me clean. He stretched out his hands and touched him saying, I do choose be made clean. Immediately his leprosy was clean. When you need grace upon grace, upon grace, upon grace. If you ask him for it, ask him for it. Guess what God is going to give you. He's going to give you grace. But if I keep thinking the grace is upon me, if I keep thinking the circumstance and the situation, if I walk right back into the rhythm of being independent of you don't, can I tell you something? You don't even realize you independent of God because we, the white path is why there's a whole bunch of people who worship and serve God and go to church on that path. And the narrow path looks very different. The narrow path is a place of a broken and a contrite spirit. The narrow path is in a position and place and said, I ain't got this. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to resolve this. And when you get this reality in you, you'll stop walking around trying to fix everything connected to you. God is my strength. God is my refuge, my strength, my very present help 
in a time of trouble. I don't have to be my own refuge. I don't have to be my own strength. I don't have to do anything. I have to wait upon the Lord so that he can renew my strength so he, so that I can mount upon wings like eagles so I can run and not get weary. The reason we've been running and getting weary and overwhelmed and consumed is because we have not been letting God be our strength. We have not been waiting on God. We've been walking around fixing all these little things. I, well, the Lord gave me. No, ask the Lord on everything. Right. I'm just being real. Ask that. So when I'm struggling with peace, if I'm heavy and overwhelmed, when I'm in my greatest need. I need God's grace. It, and then this is the thing that I want you to chill in second Kings 20 and five. Thus says the Lord, the God of your ancestor, David, I've heard your prayer. I've seen your tears. Indeed. I will heal you on the third day. You shall go up to the house of the Lord. I've heard your prayers. I've heard your prayers, but not until the third day. It might not be in your timing, baby. It's not going to be in your timing, baby, but he heard your prayers, but he heard your prayers, your faith, your praise is your faith. Your ability to push through what's going on is what's going to change the situation. When I celebrate the process, it was never meant for me to do the work on myself. Isaiah 53 and 46 proves that I cannot do this, but he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities, right? Upon him was his punishment made, and it's what made me whole. It's what made me whole. Hebrews 11 and 6 tells me, but without faith it's impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. The wisdom is this. If, is, if I spend time praying, if I give this to God, if I trust God with this, if I don't lean into my own understanding, guess what's getting ready to happen. God is going to be on the scene. He's going to manifest a blessing for me. I got to stop right there. I got to stop right there. I ain't even finished with all this. I got so much more to say about this, but I got to stop right there. My God, I'm going to yield to the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. He becomes my present help. He becomes my present. He becomes a present help. And so if you're not a Christian and you want God's father's promises, his eternal life, and this is what I'm talking about, Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if you, if you confess with your mouth that Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you're going to be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confesses salvation. All you got to do is say, Jesus Christ, I need you to be Lord and Savior in my life. I need you to take over my life. I need a Lord and a savior. I'm confessing I'm a sinner. And then let us continue to disciple you. I love you. We got to get out of here. I love you so much. More than anything, God loves you. Go be loved today. Hey, link to the website. Consider be a, becoming a partner with the ministry. Do that. Get contact. Get contacted. If we need to pray for you, we're praying for you. We're lifting you up. I love you so much. More than anything, God loves you. I'll see you back here in the morning. Love. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.